Welcome everybody back to the Worst Take Podcast. We got Makana, we got Mason, who was on our last episode. He's a writer for the Worst Take Network. We've got Matt, and we have Parsa, and we have two special guests. First, we have Cassidy. Cassidy, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, man. I want to say thanks first for having us on here. I love mock drafts, getting ready for this draft in a day and a half. Again, I'm Cassidy, aka the Honest Cowboy, and I'm here with my partner Rashad from the Birds and Boys, who's also the producer of the sideline take. Yeah, yeah so like we have. Said, oh, you can go, Rashad. Uh, like my bad. Like you said, thanks for having us on, man. Uh, you know, you've been on our show a couple times on two different shows. Like I said, I'm the producer. He's the honest cowboy. And yeah, we're just looking forward to getting this done. Seeing what happens. So how we're going to do this is we've got, um, we're going to have four teams. We're going to have the Birds and Boys podcast team up. So it's going to be Cassidy and Rashad. Parse is going to team up with Matt. And Mason and I will both be on individual teams. And we're going to do every four picks. And it's going to be random, the order, every single four picks. So I've got a random uh, like list generator. So we'll have the new order every time. That's to keep it so you can't plan into the future. It'll be more spontaneous. And every four picks, if there's someone that wants to contest a pick and say, like, why'd you do that? We'll talk about it for a little bit. And for our worst take this episode, we're just going to kind of talk about it at the end and just say, like, who had the worst draft pick? But that's pretty much it for kind of describing how the episode's going to go. We're going to start off with the um, the first order. So the order's going to be randomizing right now. We've got Matt and Parsa is going to be the first pick. Mason's going to be the two. I'm going to be the three. And then the Birds and Boys, they're going to be four. So let's see. Matt and Parsa, you guys are on the clock. All right, Matt. Well, this is this is a really, really tough decision. But, you know, I don't know. What do you think? I'm really, really stuck here. Yeah, I'm super stuck. It's, I'm no, super it's, stuck. It's, it's like very, super very, good, it's very, very obvious. Um, first pick should be Burrow. Obviously, yes, Chase Young is known to be the most talented player in the draft. Mm-hmm. However, he doesn't play quarterback for a team that needs a quarterback. Um, exactly. Uh, I mean, Chase Young could help, but Burrow's clearly the guy. He's very, very smart. He was he had a tremendous season last year, and I think this is really a no-brainer. Um, a lot of people have really, like throughout the draft process, act like Burrow's not like a great number one pick. I think he's a really good number one pick. I'd probably say that, and I'm, I like Kyler a lot. He'll probably be a better number one pick than Kyler in my opinion. And I think he'll be better than Baker. Um, and I'm a big Kyler guy too. And I was right when he got drafted, but I think this is just a fantastic number one overall pick right here. Yeah, I agree. I think there's no question Matt. so we'll, we'll take Joe Burrow at one. All right, so Joe Burrow is off the board. For anybody um, listening, we're using the Pro Football Network kind of mock draft and kind of rankings just so, like, those are the names popping up. So, like, if we forget someone, blame it on PFN. But um, next up is Mason with the number two pick. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Um, As much as I want Washington to trade out so that someone can come up, it's the obvious choice. It's young. He's a difference maker down underneath. He's a freak athlete. Uh, me and Matt were talking earlier, and he said that he's the best uh, edge rusher they've had in a while or ever, probably. And that's saying a lot because you got the Bosa brothers. 
Uh, with that Washington defense, he'll be aside Sweat. And uh, they just got Fuller back. The sky's the limit. And I think he might be able to help lead Washington to that, uh, that seventh wild card spot. So, yep. All right. So I have the third pick. I have the Lions. And we're not doing any trades in this mock draft just because we're doing only four picks in advance. So unless someone wants to trade, like, three picks back, like – most likely not going to happen so we don't have anybody controlling the dolphins or chargers so the lions can't trade back i think they'll take akuda i think he's the best corner in the draft um some people would say henderson but like they traded slay they need a corner they're gonna go akuda if they're drafting at three and then finally we've got the uh, birds and boys you're on the clock all right so got cassidy here uh, me and uh, Rashad are going to alternate and talk uh, every other pick, I guess. Um, we're texting while you guys are talking and about potential picks here. But uh, it's really hard. I do think New York goes out of the fourth spot in on draft night um, because from what I'm reading, they really want an offensive tackle, even though Simmons is obviously probably the best talent and he's a hybrid safety linebacker. But I'm going to have to go with Tristan Wirfs on this one. Um, Saquon had a down year last year, and they need to protect Daniel Jones. So I'm going to go Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle from Iowa. All right, so we've got the uh, first four picks. Is there any, like, contests? I feel like the first four are kind of um, – that's what people know the most about. As we get later, it will be more contestions or con- – I don't know the word – but um, yeah. does anybody have anything that they want to say? Any picks that they didn't like? I mean, worse. I don't That's know why the Giants would want to protect their quarterback, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't think we're all good with these three. Mason, were you trying to say something about? Um, yeah. Worse. Well, it's just it's just worse. I mean, he's a great pass blocker, and he has the most upside aside from Beckton. But I mean, it is hard to judge it based on having them stuck at four because I, I agree they're they're probably gonna end up trading back. So I got nothing. Alright, so I'm gonna do the next random. So the new order is gonna be Mason, Matt and Parsa, myself, then the Birds and Boys. So Mason, you have the Dolphins number five pick. Okay. So the possibilities. Um let's see. Let's get let's get a little spicy here and take Justin Herbert, QB, out of Oregon. Uh, he's physically gifted, but if he has time and has a pocket, he he can make horrible decisions. Um, I can see him maybe resurrecting or maybe learning something from Fitz, but I I, I don't know. It's just Tua doesn't really. I, I don't see a fit there. So for long term, I'm I'm thinking Herbert's the option. So that's what I'm going to go with. All right. And who are Matt and Parsa taking at number six for the Chargers? Um, we're oh, definitely Matt. taking Isaiah Simmons. Um, he's really really talented. He's one of those guys that can just make a play on at, at any time. Think about how Jamal Adams affects the Jets defense because. He might be a safety, but he comes down, he pass rushes, he covers tight ends, he does all that. Think of that kind of role for Isaiah Simmons. And if they add him to that Chargers defense with Derwin James and him, they have a strong group of corners. 
They have Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa. You talk about a team that has to play against Mahomes, they're going to be set up to do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I mean, we're talking about a guy that at linebacker coming into this draft was compared to uh, Julio Jones, you know, so his athleticism. <laughs> and yeah, he like, is very uh, his, athletic. His ability to just, you know, be athletic on the football field and like Matt said, affect more than just his position is really a great power he has. All right. So I have the number seven pick for the Panthers. Um, man, this is tough. I was going to take Simmons, but um, I'm probably going to go with who I would say is probably the best tackle um, in the draft. Definitely, like He's said to have the most upside. He might have had a little bit of a complication with some drug stuff, but I'm going to go with Becton um, for the Panthers. So that'll be the seven pick. And next we got um, Rashad's going to make the pick. Okay, man. So you you, you kind of just killed me just now. You, you just killed me with the Beckton pick. But that's cool. Arizona, you have a franchise quarterback. You have a bunch of weapons. You have to protect that quarterback. Kyler Murray can't keep running for his life the way Russell Wilson has been doing most of his career. So that the answer to me is simple. You have to go tackle. You go get a guy. You have DJ Humphreys already on the left side. Go get Dedrick Wills. Put him on the right side. You got your bookends. You're set. That's going to be the pick. Dedrick Wills, tackle from Alabama. All right. So those are the next four picks. And I want to make a contestion. Um, Matt, I think that the Chargers should take Tua there. Um, I know Isaiah Simmons is very talented. However, I think that it's more important for them to go after the quarterback because similar to the Baker Mayfield situation where Tyrod Taylor was the starter at the beginning of the year, like Tua, we obviously don't know the injury, all that stuff, but I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. And even um, Dennis Pitta, who had the exact same injury as Tua, said don't worry about the injury. Like, he's going to be fine. So, um, like, why why Isaiah Simmons over Tua? My reason why really is just because you've heard all these problems about Tua being hurt. Where and and I don't know anything. I don't know like a lot about it, but I don't think that they want to take that gamble. And say that pick doesn't pan out. Well, they are passing up Isaiah Simmons, who they're gonna have to play the Chiefs for years. You know, like they're gonna have to play against Mahomes for years. Even if they're not that, I mean, okay, you're you're a big a big guy that likes a that really likes getting a quarterback after you build your team. Um, they're gonna run it with Tyrod this year. They're gonna have a star-studded defense if they take Simmons. You can trade you can trade a pick, like multiple picks, and get a quarterback later. Like we see teams do that a lot. We saw Houston do that. It worked. We saw Kansas City do that. It worked. Like when you're a playoff team, when you're a good team you can still find a way to get a quarterback. Yeah, I like that. Um, Matt, I'm going to mute you. So, uh, But um, I really like that. I am a guy that's a big believer in uh, building up the rest of the team first. However, I think that the Chargers already have that team. I actually wrote an article talking about extreme um, MVP candidates next year, and I said Derwin James or Joey Bosa. Like, I think the defense is already at a level where they can be top three in the NFL. Um, obviously Simmons is phenomenal, but, um, 
I, I think it's an interesting pick. I'm not like 100% against it. I was just surprised that you didn't go with Tua. Um, is there anybody else that has any contestants? All right, no contestants. So no, um, actually, actually, McConnell, actually, I do. Um, okay, I'm with you with the quarterback thing. Like, you you need to you need to draft your quarterback. You can go get Simmons. Um, if your quarterback play stinks, it doesn't matter if you have him. If it doesn't matter if you have Simmons. If like you said, you can trade. Yeah, you could. Are the Chargers a Super Bowl team today? If the answer is no, trading for Trading to move up and get a quarterback again defeats the purpose because you're losing what you could also add to it. And there's another linebacker that you could probably get that could do some of the things Simmons can do. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from there. I don't know. I, and I like Tua. It's, the only reason I'm worried about Tua is really just – it's just injuries. I really like him as a player too, so it's hard. I just think the reason why – it's different with they pick a guy like even like if they traded back and picked Love, it's different for me because what if they get nothing out of Tua? That's the only question why. Where if you're building up a good team and there's a good prospect there, that's when you take them. If there if if Isaiah Simmons wasn't there, I say you definitely take Tua. That that's what I that's my thoughts on that. All right, so um, I just did the order for the new um, things. So we've got. Mason, then myself, then Matt and Parsa, then we got the birds and boys. So Mason, you're going to be picking for the Jaguars, so you're on the clock. Okay, so the Jaguars have multiple picks in the first round with 9 and 20. They also have multiple needs. Um, I can see them going with Derek Brown, but I'm going to go ahead and go with C.J. Henderson out of Florida. Um, his relative athletic score is 9.98. So that's pretty good. He's got all SEC honors. This guy, he's good. I just think the only thing is that he gets a little grabby. And um, I guess he has character, but he's always chirping. He's always talking. And that seems to be the kind of guys that that defense likes. So I'm going to go ahead and lock that in. All right. So I have the next pick. So I'm picking for the Browns. And we had um... – Jack Fitzsimmons on the show from Cleveland, from Browns Wave. And um, he said that they're looking at Andrew Thomas. And so I'm going to go with him. I'm going to say Andrew Thomas. They need the tackle. Um, and we're also not doing trades. There's some speculation that they might trade back and draft Cleveland. But um, we're not doing trades. So I'm going with Andrew Thomas, a top four tackle in the draft. The top four are all pretty close. But then after that, there's kind of a fall off. Um, and like expectations, but I'm just going to go with uh, Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. Next, we have Matt. Alrighty, so for the Jets, I'm definitely going to take my favorite receiver in this class, and that would be CeeDee Lamb. The, cool, baby. the dude's a monster. He is an absolute beast in the open field. I mean, you can watch a regular game of CD, and he'll make plays that kind of make it look like you might be watching a highlight tape. There's not many guys that can do that. Um, he's not super fast. Well, there's a lot of really good receivers that aren't super fast. His game speed, though, is good. He has great moves in the open field, and defenders don't tackle him well. Not to mention, he is a tremendous run blocker, and the Jets, 
really, 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 really need wide receivers. Um, yeah, they I could agree. go offensive tackle, but with Thomas off the board, you mm-hmm. you really have like the next offensive tackle that would probably go off the board is Josh Jones, and that's that's not a good value right there. And you can get C.D. Lamb; he can be Donald's guy for like hopefully ten years. You know, like he's that good of a player. Yeah, I would say he's the best hands in the draft by far. So I would definitely take C.D. Lamb. Good pick, Matt. Let's go. All right, and then finally we've got Cassidy. He's going to make the pick for the Raiders at 12. So here I definitely uh, was thinking either cornerback or wide receiver, but I think that with Henderson gone, value-wise, it doesn't make sense to go somebody else this early. Uh, So I'm going to go. I just feel like Jerry Judy's definitely a Raiders type of receiver. He's very fast. Um, He is also a return specialist. Uh, He does have to work on um, probably some strength, um, but I do see that he can get there. And I just think in the right system. And I know that there's a lot of people that aren't fans of Derek Carr, but I think the Raiders take Jerry Judy with his speed and uh, stretch the field. All right, so that's four more picks. Um, one thing I want to contest is the pick of Jerry Judy, actually. I think that um, if they had the opportunity to draft Tua, I think the Raiders would, knowing Gruden, if Gruden likes him. If Gruden and Mayock like him, I feel like they would. Um, I feel like they would definitely go there um, in that direction because they're not Gruden's on a 10-year contract, so he doesn't really need to win next season. Like, he's going to be building for the long run, and I think having Tua at 12, the value is just insane, personally. Yeah, no, I definitely get that. I I would I almost picked Tua. I completely forgot that he was on the board after you guys picked the first two for the second, uh, the third four, round of four. Um I do think, yeah, actually there, because he's not in love with Derek Carr, I don't think. Like, the, just the way they've talked. I, I could definitely make a consensus to do Tua at 12 if he's still there. Are um, there any other contestants? Yeah, I wanted to talk about the Judy pick as well. Now, I don't think it's a bad pick, and I definitely think it's one that they could make. But um, this class is really good. And you can also get a receiver at 19, um, like a guy like Justin Jefferson, who I think has been really underrated in this class. Um, why not take a guy like like a Tua? Obviously, you could take him, but why not a guy like Derek Brown? Derek Brown has the chance to be a Fletcher Cox type, like contributor contributor on the defensive line. And the Raiders don't have many good defensive players right now. They were abysmal on that side of the ball last year. So that would be the only thing I'd add to that. Tua or Derek Brown, not saying that the Jerry Judy pick is bad or anything, but I feel like they could go like a number of directions and it would be like a, a good, smart move. No, they all make sense if it falls out this way. <clears throat> I do think they have an issue at wide receiver, and I. but if Tua did fall outside the top 10, I definitely think that's probably the pick, not once you guys re-mentioned it. But Derek Brown, I do think, is definitely the better talent um, of the – even of Tua, I do think Derek Brown's a better talent overall. So I could actually see him doing all three. 
Uh, I always say it's tough to pick outside the top 10 to about 25. Yeah. So um, are there any other contestants or do we want to move into the next uh, grouping? All right. So um, I did the random and what we have is the birds and boys picking back to back. So uh, Rashad's going to be doing this pick. Then it's going to be Mason, then myself, then Matt and Parsa. So um, Rashad, you're on the clock with the Niners pick and you have three 49ers fans in this room. So hopefully you don't piss them off. That's a hell of a way to put the pressure on me. Um, at this point, it's a really simple pick. Now, there's been a lot of talks about another receiver. But with the way this has fallen, how can you not go Derrick Brown? You just shipped out uh, Buckner. <clears throat> you just shipped out Buckner. Derrick Brown's right there just waiting for to be grabbed. So I'm not even going to complicate it. Derrick Brown. All right, and then next we have Mason uh, picking for the Buccaneers. Yeah, hey, um, so if I was them, I would mean, obviously, you got to take a tackle, right? They're giving away stuff to get Gronk and do all that. So the only thing you got to do is keep your old man safe behind center. So I'm just going to go ahead and take Austin Jackson out of USC. All right, so now it's uh, it's my turn to pick for the Broncos. Oh, man. John Elway is in a position right now because he hasn't had a, that quarterback that he needed. And sitting there, if you're at 15 and two is sitting there and you're John Elway, I think he goes... Now, I... I I think rugs would be great for them, but I think John Elway would go to uh, if he was there at 15. I don't think he will be there at 15, but the way this is falling, I think John Elway is in dire need of drafting a successful quarterback. And sure, they have Drew Locke, but he's not a lock to be great. Like, and Tua, if he's still injured, he can back up. Drew Locke or whatever this year if he's not able to play and they can be fine and if Drew Locke isn't legit they can trade him um, and then they can play Tua who in my opinion is probably the highest potential of quarterbacks in the draft class so finally we've got Matt and Parsa and they're gonna take 16 for the Falcons yeah so I'm kind of upset that you just took Tua because I had this great speech prepared really quickly about how the Falcons were going to get the steal of the century right here with the Tua pick at 16, have him sit behind Matt Ryan for a year or two, and then he was going to go on for a GOAT career. But instead, we are going to take Javon Kenlaw. Um, and before I get into Kenlaw, I do want to say Henry Ruggs is on the board and is very, very tempting. Um Having him play with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones would be awesome. But you got to address the defense. They have some holes in other spots. Wide receiver just isn't a hole right now, so I wanted to say that real quick. But Javon Kinlaw is a powerful defensive lineman. Beast. He's super talented. He's raw. But coaching there, they got they got to get it together. Um, they're on thin ice. But if they mold a guy like Kinlaw into a great player um, – that would be a big one. That would be really yeah. big. Yeah, that's exactly what they need. Agreed, Matt. 
All right, so that's another four picks. Um, are there any contestants? Matt, I know you weren't super happy about me taking Tua just because you'd get Kinlaw, but I will say I think the Derek Brown pick is fantastic. That's who I would have taken. Love it. Um, I was going to say that was a perfect pick at 13. Yeah, so you didn't piss off the 49er fans. That's that's what matters. But um, are there any actual contestants or just Yeah, well, positives? just a point. Just a point. For um, the Tua pick, I have to say something. I spat my water everywhere when I heard it. Just because it's, I could see it happening, yes. But at the same time, what would that do for the psyche of that young quarterback that they already have? And what would that, what would the fans think for Denver? Like, oh my God, here we go again. Just when they maybe had that little glimpse of hope at the end of the season. It's all just for nothing, maybe. So I I could see it happening, but it would just make Elway's legacy of not knowing what a quarterback is more like profound. So the thing I thought about was the Kyler Murray situation. Like, they had a young quarterback, but you have the opportunity to draft Kyler Murray. And so they trade Josh Rosen. Um, obviously, Ky- Kyler Murray was ready day one, but if Tua isn't ready day one, they can go with him. Um, and if he isn't good, like, they they want Tua. But if he is good, then they'll get great draft capital. So, um, but like, obviously I don't think Tua will fall that far. So it was kind of an interesting dynamic. It's not something that I've like thought about, like Tua going to the Broncos. Yeah, no, for sure. But, um, one thing to add to that, um, I would say the difference with the, like comparing this to the Kyler situation is that Rosen didn't look good at all where Locke has the fan base behind him, and he did look good. Now, it was only for a brief stint, but he did look good. So I think you got to think about that, too. Well, and the coaching changes they had as well. Oh, that's that's true. With, with Kingsbury. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense, too. They, you got a coaching staff that, I mean, they, I, don't, I think I would think Vic Fangio likes him. Um, he, he played well, so. Yeah. I also do think LOA is very desperate to get a quarterback because he's been searching for years. So you never know. He, I think it in this situation definitely makes sense. But like the fans probably, yeah, they won't be happy. All right. So um, first of all, when does Elway actually like appease the fans? Um, but I've got the order for the um, next grouping going, and I get the honor of taking the Cowboys pick. And then it's Mason, Matt, and Parsett, then the Birds and Boys. But. Um, so I guess I'll do pick number 17. Um, I know we got the honest cowboy in the room, so I don't want to I don't want to disappoint. Uh, it's so hard. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with AJ Epinesa. Um, I could have gone rugs, but I think that defensively um, getting somebody like a great passer. I know they have they got Do they still have Taco? Um, no, he's in Miami. Yeah, they lost Taco, and they have obviously they have Demarcus Lawrence, who's a monster. But Epinesa on the other side of Demarcus Lawrence could be really helpful for them. Um, so I'm going with him. So next we have um, Mason, and he's picking for the Dolphins at 18. Yeah, sweet. I might as well just become the GM for him, man. I'll <laughs> I'll pick their uh, 26 one as well. No, um. So we already got the first need out of the way with quarterback. There's not a lot of linemen. Actually, I don't really have any first-round grades. I don't really have a first-round grade on Cleveland. 
So I'm going to go ahead and mix it up and take Xavier McKinney out of uh, Alabama, throw a wrench in some people's plans here. Um, he was good in the last two seasons. He's got great instincts. And I feel like he's a starter, and it's a need they have. So, yeah, that's it. All right. And then next we've got Matt and Parsa for the Raiders. So we're going to go Calevon uh, Chison. I, is it Chason or Chison or Chason? I forgot how you say his name. Chason. But Chason, okay. He is the edge rusher from LSU. He had some injuries in his career, not always super productive. However, just watching him, and it just made me think of like Alden Smith, where Alden Smith came out. He went kind of early. I, I think Chason will, Chason will go earlier than this. Um, but he's yeah, McConnell, super. You missed him with that Cowboys pick, bro. I think you. Yeah, I think you did too. I definitely think you did. He's super, super athletic. He is, his first step up off the ball is so quick, and he's not he's not very refined. He's really raw. But the the Raiders need an edge rusher really bad. If they pick this guy, Calevon, and he ends up being really good. First of all, fans are going to praise Juden for it. And I mean, you don't make these picks for the fans, but he will become an immediate fan favorite. And he is just a guy that can take that edge and he can just go on third down his rookie year and all he does is pass rush, just like Alden Smith did. And it, it'll, they can make it simple for him. You're just a speed rusher. That's all you're doing first year. We'll get more like you into like, the, like against like run defenses and stuff more like later on in your career. But right now, just go get the passer. And that's that he can succeed with that, definitely. All right, and then I believe Rashad is making the next pick, which is the Jaguars at 20. No, he uh, he got the uh, Niners the last one, so we're going to roll in here. Uh, this is hard. The way it's falling, I it came down to me, to two people. The first person I wanted to pick was Ruggs because they let go of Marquise Lee, um, and they really only have DJ Chark after that. But um, because they let... Uh, lost Campbell and they probably will use lose Yannick because he's so whiny and does not want to play uh, we're going to go Yatur Gross Matos here uh, for the defensive end alright so those are four picks uh, my contestant I don't really have a contestant I think they were all fine but I love how the Dolphins are replacing an Alabama safety with an Alabama safety like, like they, that? I love that. I actually have that Ooh, in my mock baby. draft. Parson and I's oh, mock really? draft. Yeah, we, we put that them. too. Right but, on. Um, other than that, like I like it. Um, anybody have any contestions? I'll be honest. I, I'm not really a fan of these picks. Like <laughs> I think that Espinessa should have went like a lot later in the draft, and I think you missed that with uh, Caleb Vaughn. Also... The Dolphins and the Jags having rugs on the board. I feel like they they should take those guys. Like definitely, the Dolphins can pair, can add him. Like their receiving core isn't that great. Um, and the Jags they can have a core of Henry Ruggs and DJ Chark. That is terrifying. That is, and and then you have um for the Dolphins it's Devontae Parker and Henry Ruggs. Both those tandems would be really really good, and they have the potential to be elite. So I feel like you guys should have both went receiver with that one. And then I only really have uh, more of just the Cowboys like an insight, not because I don't like Epinesa 
or anything, but I know that they're very much in love with uh, Yator Gross Matos just because I'm a nerd about it. But as far as the wide receiver thing, I actually have Xavier McKinney going to the Dolphins in my real mock draft at 18. Um, but the wide receiver for me on the Jags, they're, they've lost too many pieces defensively on the defensive line. Um, and that's why, like I said, I was thinking both of them, but I definitely get what you're saying with that because Ruggs is going to be very good. All right. Are there any more contestants? Con- yeah, sorry. I, am I my, saying my, the right word? I don't know. But who went to <laughs> Dallas? I'm sorry. My mic cut out. AJ Epinesa. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Anything to say about it? Uh, Actually, uh, okay, the AJ Ebenezer, I have it. I I have an issue with only because of the other guys that were on the board. That's fair. I agree that you stay. I agree that you stay with DN because, in my opinion, there's only you're either going there or you're going corner. Mm-hmm. Ebenezer doesn't really fix our problem. Our problem is pass rush. You got a guy making 100 mil who's not guaranteed to get 10 sacks. I don't see Ebenezer being a guy that's going to go out and get 10. If it was going to be somebody, it was going to be Chason or Yator Grossmatos. So I would have went either one of them to the Cowboys. That's that's really it. And that's only because I just don't think he's a he's going to produce a lot of sacks. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, the only thing is maybe he takes a little bit of pressure off uh, D-Law. But um, looking back at it, I kind of forgot about Caleb on Chason or Chase on, sorry. But um uh oh well. Um let's move on to the next grouping. So we have Birds and Boys. So Rashad, you actually get to do the Eagles pick. Then Matt and Parsa, then Mason, then myself. So Rashad, you're on the clock with the Eagles. This should be easy, Rashad. Don't mess it up. Well, as an Eagles fan, there's really nowhere else to go. So, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of suspense here. Henry Ruggs. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think that's pretty obvious. Um, but let's move on to the next uh, pick. Matt and Parsa, I guess. Um, who you got the Vikings taking? Um, so, me and Parsa were actually at this game last year. And we got to see the 49ers defensive line in the Vikings season because the Vikings offensive line is absolutely horrible. Um, with this pick, they got to go Josh Jones. Um, and maybe maybe he's kind of a raw guy, kind of a gamble. However, if you trade away Diggs and you have, end up getting a starting tackle, a good starting tackle, I would take that trade 100% of the time. A cheap starting tackle for replacing a wide receiver when you have a play-action, run-heavy offense, I I think it's a great move by the Vikings. And that's a front office that knows what they're doing. Um, The Kirk thing is a little iffy. But besides that, they make the right decision time and time again. And I think they'll make the right one right here. Yeah. All right. And then we've got the Patriots getting picked by Mason. Oh, man, this one's not easy. I was thinking Josh Jones and then trying to come up with a scenario on how they would trade back and maybe get him or steal him away because actually in my mock, I have him going to Tennessee. 
but I will just go ahead and take the easy way out and take the highest upside quarterback that I have ranked, and that is Jordan Love. Guy makes uh, good decisions like 30% of the time, so I feel like Belichick could probably bring him up to speed and they'd be all right. So that's my pick. All right, and then I'm up next with the Saints pick. Um, for me, I think right here they go linebacker, and it's kind of a toss-up for me. Kenneth Murray, Patrick Queen, I think they're both just like every team just like prefers one or the other. Like it's kind of 50-50. But I'm going to go with the guy from Louisiana State University, Patrick Queen, um, just because hometown they're probably more likely to go there just because people like him more. Um, I don't see much of a difference in need between the two. Like pretty much any mock draft I see, it's 50-50 on which one gets taken. So that's um, the next four picks. Are there any, um, I guess, contestions? I don't think that's the word. I've been saying it. I'm going to keep going with it. It's a new made-up word. You just got to be confident, and it sounds right. So I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Contestion. I so. like these four picks a lot. I think these are all, like, real, real smart picks. Yeah, yeah having... Like, you've already said it. I like Murray better than Queen, but, again, that's just splitting hairs at this point. Yeah, like, for me, they're both just, like, as a Ravens fan, like, both have been mocked to the Ravens and from, like, Mel Kuyper and stuff like that. And it's just, like, they're, like, the same. Like, I would take either one of them, um, and I just think the hometown – also, if the Eagles get Henry Ruggs at 21, that would be the most like incredible thing ever. I would hate it just because, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to ask. I was going to ask Rashad, how excited would you be if they got Henry Ruggs, if you were just sitting on the board right there? Because I think there's a 0% chance that happens. But like, <laughs> how stoked would you be? Uh, considering he's not the receiver I want, don't care. Are you a Jefferson guy? If, no, I mean, if we're talking like the top, the the quote unquote top three, Henry Ruggs would be t would be two on my list. CD Lamb would be first. So, I mean, I'm not going to complain with Henry Ruggs either. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. he's hoping they traded up to get CD Lamb. Yeah, I think I think CD's great. Hoping that. We well, actually, I think, your... who do, we had Justin Jefferson at first on our show, and then we've uh, Mims has made its way to the pick for 21. I think when we did our last one. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that they'll they'll be interesting for them. Uh, I feel like they might end up trading up now, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, it's kind of weird doing no trades this late, uh, right before. But um, oh well, I got the new randomization order. So we've got Matt and Parsa. I guess it's just mostly Matt. But um, <laughs> then we've got. Uh, I mean, he's talking. You're right. The birds and boys. Thanks for coming. Birds and boys. Then myself. Then Mason. Oh, sorry, Mason. You don't get the final Dolphins pick. But, oh, well. Uh, Matt, you're up with Parsa um, for the Vikings. So since McConaughey's giving you all this slander, McConaughey, I mean Parsa, um, you can announce the pick this one. All right, fine. Please Thanks, say McConaughey. Jalen Hurts. Uh, I'm actually going to go with the cornerback out of LSU in Christian Fulton. And that is our final lock and a pick to help the secondary with the Vikings. Yeah, so this is funny because in both of the mocks that I've done, 
for the Vikings picks, I've gone Josh Jones first, Christian Fulton second. And this is perfect for them. They don't – okay, so they somehow – I don't know how this is possible. They lost their three top corners on the depth chart. I've never seen a team lose their three top players out of position on the depth chart. Um, they lost all three corners. So I don't know what their plan is going next year um, at corner. Maybe they have some guys they believe in, but they're definitely going to be taking corners in this draft. And Christian mm-hmm. Fulton is a really good one. Uh, the film against Ruggs this past season, Alabama-LSU, huge game. Christian Fulton was pressing Ruggs and just bodying him at the line of scrimmage throughout that whole game. And he, he shut Ruggs down when he was on him. Because that was the guy that he matched up with outside, and he was he was pressing him. He was not afraid of his speed. Um, he can be really good, I think. I think he's he's my third favorite corner in this class, but I, I think he's going to be a great corner in the NFL. Yeah, he's definitely the be- one of the best. I'd say probably top three for man-to-man coverage in this draft. So exciting to see what he does. All right, and then we've got Cassidy for the Dolphins. Who you got? Hello. Your mom. Sorry, I, think you- I thought I thought it was Rashad this time. Rashad, are you going this time? I did the last one. No, I did, I did Henry Ruggs last. Oh man, I forgot. It was so quick. We I forgot. All right. So actually, uh, the the only thing left is uh, you got a quarterback. You got to protect. They got to get the running game going, um, especially if they pick Justin Herbert, who I actually think they pick over Tua um, in my mock draft. Uh, the I'm going to take Ezra Cleveland from Boise State over um, Isaiah Wilson, I think. So I'm going to take Ezra Cleveland. All right. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed that I don't get to do the Ravens pick. I'm doing the Seahawks. Um, man, I really want to do the Ravens pick. Oh, well. Um, hey, we can trade if you want. I'll trade picks. Let's trade. <laughs> All right. Okay, all right. I'll announce this one. All right. All right. So the Sea Chickens. No, I'm kidding. Um, the Seahawks. Um, I've seen recently Jonathan Taylor's got a lot of hoopla going on, that whole Wisconsin vibe with uh, uh, Wilson. So I'm going to go ahead and say that Pete Carroll gets a steal with my top running back here at the end of the first. Jonathan Taylor locked that in. All right. And so I get to do the, uh, the Ravens pick. Uh, I brought up. Kenneth Murray, Patrick Queen, those are the guys. But I don't see as much of a need as middle linebackers. A lot of other people are saying because their middle linebackers last year were good. What I need is a little bit more of a pass rush. So I am going to look to another Wisconsin guy. And I'm going to go with Zach Bond. Um, I'd rather have the outside linebacker. I want the Ravens to trade Judon. That's kind of why. Um... So that's why I want Zach Bond right there. If they're in this position, they probably um, take Kenneth Murray. But me as a fan, I'd rather have Zach Bond and trade Judon. So that's the four picks. Um, we've got four more picks to do, but um, are there any contestions, as my word now is, um, about the last four? So, McCon, I got a question for you. Yes. Why do you think the Raiders wouldn't take Justin Jefferson right here? Like, I feel like he's a good fit. He's a big athletic receiver. Like, 
that that's what you guys kind of need, right? No, I see the defense as what they need to work on just because, sorry, Matt, I have to mute you. I'm, I, I echo a little bit through Matt's um, mic, just an FYI for anybody listening. So if you ever hear an echo, like it's through Matt's mic. So we're trying to work on reducing it. But um, I just think that it's more important for them to get their defense up. Like they couldn't stop the run. Derrick Henry absolutely terrorized them. Um, and Justin Jefferson, yes, he's really good, but Lamar doesn't need extreme receivers to be able to thrive. Like he showed that last year. And also Miles Boykin is a phenomenal talent. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does next year because he didn't get a lot of snaps, but when he did get snaps, Miles Boykin was a good player. I'm going to unmute you now, Mac, Matt. I mean, that seems pretty reasonable. Um, the other question I had was for Jonathan Taylor, and I don't, I don't think it's like super bad, like to go running back early for the Seahawks, but my problem with Jonathan, the, ugh, Jonathan Taylor is that he's had so many carries in college, and this has been just like a reoccurring theme with like running backs to get a lot of carries, they break down, um, and the Seahawks did go early with Rashad Penny. However, he tore his knee. Um, Chris Carson's had serious injury problems. So I don't think like it's not a need. Like, oh, they have two guys. Like, yeah, but you can always upgrade. And you have two guys that have shown to be injury prone. So I get that. I just don't think that – and I like Jonathan Taylor a lot as a player, but I think that it's too risky to take a running back that high, especially one that has so much usage already. Yeah, I just saw it as, okay, who's the most obvious pick that they could get? Go ahead and scratch that out, throw it away, and just take a guy on a limb. And I feel like maybe he's got that Lynch thing going in the back of his mind. So maybe he's just going to use and abuse him combined with Taylor, combined with Carson, and just kind of do like the running back carousel is really becoming a thing. I think now, especially you have the Niners doing it. I think the Chiefs have like 18 running backs on their roster. So that's just kind of what I was feeling off the buzz as well. Yeah, I don't think running backs like a like a terrible idea for the Seahawks, though. I, I do like that. I just disagree with the player. But, but I do think that it's a smart move to get a running back. All right. Are there any other contestants? No. All right. So the next, the final order is going to be the birds and boys, and then it's going to be Mason. Then it's going to be myself. Then it's going to be Matt and Parsa, or I guess just Matt finishing it off. Um, hey, so- Makana, Makana, wait, wait, wait. Is it is it cool if we switch the last two so me and Matt can pick the Niners pick? Nah. All right. Well, that's fine. I guess whatever. Uh, so I think it's Rashad's turn for the Why Titans. Why is so mean? Oh man, um, I would not have went with this pick any other way because I don't think he'll be there. But you got Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback, and why I um, I don't hate Ryan Tannehill the way some people do. Some people think he's complete trash. He's not the greatest. Go get Justin Jefferson to pair with uh, A.J. Brown because Corey Davis has been a major disappointment so far. Go get Justin Jefferson. You got better weapons. Another guy who's shorthanded route runner. I know he timed the 4-3. He can run any route on a route tree to add to A.J. Brown's run after the catch ability because they, they got to play catch up. Any team in the AFC, you're trying to be able, you got to be able to score points, period, because of Kansas City. So, Justin Jefferson. 
All right, and then we've got Mason going 30 for the uh, Packers. Unless, Mason, do you want to trade? Um, yeah, that's, that's fine. I'm down. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll take for the Packers. And I think that with them, I think they want a wide receiver. Um, like, the talent, just they need one. For me, it comes down to Jalen Rieger and Denzel Mims. And I'm going to go with Rieger. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's the smaller guy. And that's who I want. Because I think Denzel Mims is a lot bigger. And they've already got kind of a big wide receiver in Devontae Adams. I know he's not as big. But Jalen Rieger, I think, is like 5'11". And I would rather have that. I'm playing with Aaron Rodgers. Being able to high point the ball and like doing that kind of thing. That's what Aaron Rodgers can throw. Like those type of throws. So, I think he's a good match with... Rodgers, I know a lot of people think Denzel Mims as well. Both would be great picks, but I'm going to go with Rieger. And then we have uh, Mason going with the Niners. Nice, McConaughey. So thank you so much for that last pick. That was really well thought out. So Matt, what do you think about this Niners pick? No, it's Mason's pick. Where, where do you pick. think we should go? I know, but we decided that we take the Niners. All right, I muted Parsa, everybody. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's Mason's pick. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get a little spicy here. Um, I was thinking, actually, originally in all my mock drafts, I have A.J. Terrell going here. But I'm going to get a little weird and take Jeff Gladney out of TCU. He's got a high motor, really physical, four-year starter, and he likes to chirp just like freaking Sherman. He even had him in his injury. So I, I think that he meshes and he goes with that swagger that San Francisco has. And, yeah, that's what I got, Jeff Gladney. All right, and Matt, do you want Parsa unmuted for this final pick? Or you... Yeah, he was just messing with you. He told me he was going to do that. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll unmute him. He's probably going to rage for a second, and then you guys can make your pick. Uh, Parsa, you're being unmuted right now. Don't say anything really bad. Hey, McConaughey, I'm going to keep this PG and just lay out a statement. I think McConaughey has some real control issues, but we're going to deal with that <laughs> off the air. So We'll talk about that privately later in our little psychiatric center. But, uh, yeah, I think Jeff Gladney was a great pick, Mason. So thank you for helping yeah. us out there and I, not being a lunatic. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I would have went Gladney as well. Um, so I don't know how this happens, but apparently Grant the Plit is going to be able to be teamed up with the Honey Badger. Um, that is absolutely terrifying, being a Niners fan, um, hoping for a rematch next year. I, I don't really want to deal with that tandem of safeties, but – that would really be something right there, and I think that could definitely happen. All right, so that um, kind of concludes the mock draft, but let's see any contestants for the um, last four picks. Are there any? Oh, I have a couple. I have a couple here. Okay. Um, one, Jalen Rager. I don't have an issue with picking him at all, actually. It's who you didn't pick. You, have, you lost Blake Martinez. You, they, if you're the Green Bay Packers, you go out and you get Christian Kersey, who's played nine games in the last two seasons. And Kenneth Murray is sitting right there for you. I understand receiver would probably be the way I would have went. If if I had Green Bay's pick, I would have probably gave him Justin Jefferson, being honest. But Well, Justin Kenneth Jefferson Murray, was taken at 29. Well, no, well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I gave Justin Jefferson to the Titans. But if, if oh, Justin yeah. Jefferson was there and I were picking for Green Bay, I probably would have went receiver. But Kenneth Murray being there, and you have a linebacker who is taking the place of a guy who has led the league in tackles the last two years, and this guy, has, the guy you're replacing him with, 
has only played nine games in the last two years, you might want to go with the linebacker. That's the first one. And Grant Delpit, while I think they could have went running back, if, if I was going safety, I would rather have Jeremy Chin than Grant Delpit. He does everything Grant Delpit does, and he also tackles. I'll I'll contest uh, my pick first, then Matt, you can do the uh, next one. Um, so with going wide receiver for the Packers, um, their defense was really good last year, and I think that they might improve just having um, the pass rush and all that. And I think that getting a linebacker, you can get a linebacker later. Now, obviously, they won't be as good as Kenneth Murray, but he's playing alongside two other good outside linebackers. That's the benefit of the Packers linebacking core right now, having the um, having the Smiths um, around you. Like that can help hide your linebacker, like your middle linebacker, and getting because Aaron Rodgers had a pitiful receiving core last year, and he kind of needs that receiver for me. Um, he could go day two. I I wouldn't get mad if they took. Kenneth Murray at this pick. But for me, I just think that getting that wide receiver is more important for them than getting a middle linebacker. But um, that's just my thoughts. No, you're right. I mean, you're right. I'm just like when when you look, while, yes, you have the Smiths who are really pass rushers, you're losing over the last three seasons over 400 tackles with Blake Martinez being gone. And you're replacing it with a guy who's only played nine games. In two years, and that's where I would have went Kenneth Murray. The pick of a receiver, I 100% agree with in principle. It's just that fact that makes me say, Kenneth Murray sitting right there. You have a glaring need at that also. And if we said, hey, which position, if you were going to wait, could you still get a top flight player? It's most likely receiver where you could get an impact player later. I think that's fair. Um, and then Matt, do you want to talk about, um, Grant Delpit or Parson? Yeah. Do you want to contest that? Why don't you, uh, back up Delpit? I don't believe I was contesting anything, McConnell, but I appreciate the fact that you decided to share it. Thank you. No, no. Rashad I got it. I got it. I got it. it. <laughs> okay. Here's what I, I think know, about. I thought you were asking me to contest something. Oh, no, no. Here. So I wanted to start with, um, the Justin Jefferson and, uh, Jeff Gladney picks. I really like those picks. I think those are, they, they hit an immediate need. Um, I do think that Makana for the Packers pick, you should have went Kenneth Murray as well, just because of the fact that I I get that receiver is such a big need and it might be a bigger need, but Kenneth Murray is a stud and he's probably a better overall player on the Packers board than Jalen Rager is or Rieger is. Um, so I wanted to say that I would agree with the Kenneth Murray pick instead. Um, as far as a Delpit, Delpit goes, um, I just see it like they, they do have some other needs. But if you have a guy that's like Delpit that's super raw and you have a chance to pair him with a guy like Tyron Matthew, that's a guy that can make him become the best player he can become. Um, and if you have those two guys on the back end, you have Grant Delpit actually like get to his potential. That is just terrifying. I mean, we know how dangerous the offense is. Well, if you start having two guys back there that just make plays, that make interceptions, that can cover like the tight ends, the running backs, all those kind of players out of the backfield, just two absolute playmakers, um, I think that's just a super high upside pick. Now, there is a low floor to that pick, and I, I do think that's fair to address too. Um, the, uh, there's other players that are better right now at safety. Um, 
Delpit took a huge step back last year. He he looked like a different player than uh, in 2018. So I, I don't know. I, I just think that the upside there is just too good to pass up for the Chiefs. Yeah, can I say one thing real quick? As far as that goes, um, when the Honey Badger came in, he was a problem child. He was having problems, but Patrick Peterson kind of put him under his wing, and he was from the same place as him, right, LSU? So I feel like maybe he can pay that forward and bring it on to the next guy. So I, I'm actually kind of in love with this pick. I'd never really considered it until now for some reason, but I, I really like it. As much as I hate it as a Niners fan, I do like it for Kansas City. All right, I just want to say one more thing. So, like like I said, the, the Delpit pick, the pick of a safety, I, I agree with. You're Like you're saying, you know, two guys that can intercept the ball and all this stuff. Jeremy Chin is a bigger, faster Grant Delpit. Who, he does everything Grant Delpit does, plus he's a better tackler. Jeremy Chin has had at, at least three interceptions every season. So you're getting the you're getting the on ball production from him at the safety spot. You're also getting somebody who can come up if you wanted to use like use him in a Cam Chancellor type of way. You wanted to do like a hybrid thing with him as a linebacker. You could do that. Deuce like two twenty five, runs a like a four 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 or something like that. Four four three four four five whatever. Forty one inch vertical. If we're just talking about athletic uh, measurements, but he gives you everything Delpit get, does as well as the run-stopping ability. That's why I just would have went with a different safety. I just want to say, also because I think Jeremy Chin went to, uh, what was it, Southern Illinois, uh, and Grant Delpit went to LSU, I think it's just a more polarizing pick. So, But I do agree with I'm I drive the Jeremy Chin bus with Rashad. So... <laughs> Okay, and, yeah, and I get that, and um, I don't know. I, I, I liked the idea of just, like, I mean, maybe it's just I took Delpit over over Chin just because he's a big school kind of guy, you know? Like, he, he just kind of popped out to me. Um, and the safety pick is inter- is very interesting for them, but I, I think you guys definitely have some points. Like, and, I, and, and when you have a player a lot of times that does take a step back, like Grant Delpit did, a lot of times they don't go back to their former self like they they're they are kind of figured out in a way like you see that with like with quarterbacks um but with defend but de- ugh, with defensive players that happens a lot too um and, and I think that's a really good point so that, that might be something that that would that would work as well and I also think they could do a cornerback here um it's an either or type thing I think uh, AJ Ter- Terrell or um uh Trevon Diggs could be a solid pick too for Chiefs. Yeah. Um, so, are there are there any more contestions, as I like to say, um, for those picks, or do we want to get into what we think is the worst take or the worst pick? Um, uh, I did look that uh, it is contestations. Um, if you did want to know, it sounds weird too. So. I like I think your version. Contestion <laughs> is my word. That is, yeah. That is, uh, it's gonna be on a t-shirt one day. Go for it. <laughs> a t-shirt I wouldn't buy. Yeah, but that's because you don't understand the meaning. All right. Um, so let's. I think it'd be fun to do the um, worst take. Um, so why doesn't everyone kind of? I can go back through the um, draft um, if anybody wants to like rehear it. 
and say all the picks, and then we can all think of one worst take and then say why we think it's the worst pick, and then we can kind of, if, like, three people pick the same person, then uh, we can shun them. But um, we really don't know until draft night, but hopefully um, we get them all right. But do you guys want me to uh, reread all the picks so then we can hear them, or do you guys all just have them? Um, mine actually, I accidentally like ended it and then it disappeared. So could you say them again one more time? Yes, I can say them. Yeah, so um, Joe Burrow to the Bengals, Chase Young to the Redskins, Jeffrey Akuda to the Lions, Tristan Wirfs to the Giants, Herbert to the Dolphins, Simmons to the Chargers, Becton to the Panthers, Jedrick Willis to the Cardinals, C.J. Henderson to the Jags, Andrew Thomas to the Browns, C.D. Lamb to the Jets, Jerry Judy to the Raiders, Derek Brown to the Niners, Austin Jackson to the Buccaneers, Tua to the Broncos, Javon Kinlaw to the Falcons, A.J. Epinesa to the Cowboys, Xavier McKinney to the Dolphins, Clavon Chason to the Raiders, Yatura Grossmatis to the Jaguars, Henry Ruggs to the Eagles, Josh Jones to the Vikings, Jordan Love to the Patriots, Patrick Queen to the Saints, Christian Fulton to the Vikings, Ezra Cleveland to the Dolphins, Jonathan Taylor to the Seahawks, Zach Bond to the Ravens, Justin Jefferson to the Titans, Jalen Rieger to the Packers, Jeff Gladney to the Niners, and Grant Delpit to the Chiefs. And one thing, I think instead of doing just the worst take, maybe we also say, like, if somebody thought, like, wow, that was a really good pick, like, if there's, like, a best take as well. If if we don't want to do that, that's fine. We can just do the worst take. But I think there were some really good picks uh, in there. But does anybody want to do their worst pick? What was the worst pick? Anybody have uh, one? I could start first just because I have a 1A, 1B. But 1A because I – was spacing it number 12 at uh for the raiders i think Tua would have fit better there uh not realizing because i just didn't expect him to be there so i think i blocked it out so i would have taken him there at 12 instead of judy and probably one b for is epinesa just because uh uh chase on it was there and gross Matos. i think one of those two over him but it's not a horrible pick i just think that's a 1a 1b and uh, the best pick, I honestly think it's C.D. Lamb, number 11 for the Jets, uh, even though it's kind of obvious. I just think it's a great fit, and they need it so bad. Yeah, so I actually agree with you with the worst two picks. Um, I would have said the same thing. I think Epinesa, um, I spaced on that one. I should not have taken him. I should have gone with Clavon. But, um, oh, well. Uh, for the best pick, I'm going to say that it's got to be Derek Brown for me. I think that is an incredible pick for the Niners at 13. Um, any other picks that I'm looking at um, that I really like? Um, one I didn't like, which it's it's an obvious pick to make, but I really don't like the Justin Herbert pick. I really don't think he's worth like a super high draft pick. Um we talked about this on our episode that got released on Tuesday, but he just is not consistent from the pocket. 
Um, he's raw. He has a good arm. He he has he's has the size. He has the, the talent. He has the pedigree. He's been a longtime starter. Won bowl games. Done all that. But um, McConaughey, we, when we were talking earlier today, we brought up that he's just been disappointing always, and he's never really stepped up and progressed. Yep. Um, his accuracy is a major concern. He's great outside the pocket. He makes the big plays, but inside the pocket, he just airmails balls, just misses receivers, and most of the time, his guys are just running wide open, and he even misses them sometimes wide open. Um, I don't want to get into it too bit because it's it, it's a kind of an obvious pick, but I just don't agree with that at all. And if that happens during the draft, I mean, I kind of started rooting for the Dolphins last year just because they were fun to root for. They played super hard, you know. Um, and I don't know. I just don't. I just hope they don't do that. Yeah. Um, I want to add one more thing. Um, well, I don't like the Justin Herbert pick, but I really don't like the Chargers picking Isaiah Simmons over Tua. Um, I believe, and I'm a firm believer that you should not draft your quarterback until the rest of the team is ready. And I think the Chargers are ready. Like, I think if they have a quarterback, they will be a 12, 13 win team this year with that defense and with Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler and is it Justin Jackson? Is that the running back? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Jackson. Um, and like, I just think they're really talented except for the quarterback position and Tyrod and Tyrod, even him starting, they could win 10 games. But if you get like Tua, like they could be a contender this season with Tua. Real quick, uh, if you were the Chargers and Andy Dalton's available for affordable, would you do that? Um, I probably would not, just because Andy Dalton has shown that he's not a great playoff player. And I think if the Chargers are trying to win, they need a playoff player. At least Tyrod's won a Super Bowl, so um, that helps. <laughs> He's, he he got that Carson Wentz Super Bowl right there, but um. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, he'll play off win Wentz over there. Hey, real quick question. Um, so if they're ready to go right now, the Chargers saying all they need is a quarterback. Then why didn't they hang on to Rivers for one year? I think cause he's Rivers not the is guy. A scrub. <laughs> you, okay, so would you rather have Rivers or Tyrod Taylor for a year? Tyrod, like really? by far way more i mean i wouldn't but but i agree with mcconnell no. saying that uh if the team's ready to go i think you should draft Tua. i think uh, i was talking to matt earlier and it seems like a lot of the people who don't want to draft him this early are concerned about his injury status but like when me and mcconnell talk it seems like you know i mean he got injured you know and it might have been a serious injury and you know people might have doubts about his future but it's not like he's already proven to have like a body that can't withstand time you know it's not like a derrick rose type situation where the guy's already gotten injured Three, four times, you're like, okay, well, you know, it's bound to happen again. Uh, yeah, so I think I, it's a good pick. Parsa, I, I do think that we probably should have went to it. Like, we, we thought about it. Like, we talked, like, Tua or Simmons. The, yeah. the reason that it's Simmons is I feel like I kind of, like, maybe overemphasize, like, okay, they got to have playmakers on the defense to stop yeah. Mahomes. And he is I, a generational type, bot, you know, type of player when you look at just his body and everything. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I really like Tua, so mm-hmm. I feel like I might have – made a mistake in that one um two two is awesome it's really just yeah. injuries that kind of made me sway towards Simmons yeah. yeah and I think the receivers are probably the best picks I think Henry Ruggs was a steal and a half for the Eagles uh even CD slipping that far we'll see 
Yeah, it was really interesting the way guys slipped. Like, Tua going 15, like, that was pretty crazy. Um, Kenneth Murray obviously didn't go in the first round. Um, Ruggs slipped. Like, in, in the actual draft with trades, there is no possible way that Ruggs goes 21. And I don't like, even think Justin Jefferson goes late as 29 either. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think, I, I think Ruggs is a top twelve lock, and I think Jefferson's a top twenty lock. It just depends a, on the trades. I, I, I have a very thing. I have something that's going to be a little unpopular with the receivers. I'm going to go on record and say Jerry Judy will be the fourth receiver pick. Really, I think that he would get taken by the Broncos if he's available. So that would mean that Justin Jefferson goes before the Broncos pick, or maybe the Broncos um, Justin, Justin trade Jefferson back. will go before Jerry Judy. So now I actually have a little. I have a little birdie. I put this out here. Who who works in radio? Uh, there are concerns about Jerry Judy's knee, apparently, Ugh. from a surgery that he had a couple years ago. Oh my gosh! People it, are pulling at straws. It it was a meniscus, right? Yeah. I mean, which which is not that big of a deal, but supposedly... If he was good to go, man, he's good to go. Yeah. Um, the, the Justin Herbert pick, I agree with only because I think they're gonna, there are going to be people that are worried about Tua's health. Saying that, I would also have went Tua at number six because you don't have to play him right away. The beauty of Tyrod is he's good enough that you're not going to suck. And but he still gives you your guy for the future. Yeah, so yeah, no, I, I, I do agree with that. And and Tyrod's shown that he's he's a guy that can, he can win with a good defense and a good run game, and that's two things the Chargers have. Um, but also, he's not going to take them over the hump. And and I do think I I shouldn't have made that pick. Plus, you talk about the Chargers' defense; they already have a ton of playmakers. Their defense is stacked. Adding mm-hmm. a guy like Simmons can only do so much. Adding Tua. Even say Tua takes over, you know, week eight, week ten, that's gonna be worth a lot more, you know. So I, I do think I made a mistake there. A question, real quick question for McConnell. I know uh, you talked briefly about like Tua. What it, let's say hypothetically, like the Dolphins, you know, picking are looking at a QB for five. Would you take Tua over Herbert? Easily. Um, yeah, also, once again, like. Tua is a guy that, let's say he can't start right away. Well, who's the backup right now in Miami? And that's Ryan Fitzpatrick. He would be the backup. Well, he would start. But um, Fitzpatrick has shown, like, he can start, like, four games and be really, really good. We all remember Fitzmagic when he was on the Buccaneers, and he came out and he threw, like, 900 yards and, like, eight touchdowns in the first two weeks or something like that. And like they beat the Steelers and they beat someone else. And it was like, Holy cow, Ryan Fitzmagic right there came out and he had the like completely unbuttoned shirt or whatever it was. And it looked awesome. Um, but, um, then it's like, also they have Josh Rosen, who's another young quarterback, but like, obviously his potential is nowhere near to us, but like, you have you could have three quarterbacks going into the year. Tua, you don't know if he's going to be able to play. He should be able to play. Like he says, he's fine. Um, obviously, like people will always say they're fine, but like 
so far, I think the only reason people are scared about Tua is just because they haven't been able to see him in person. And it's just like the videos. Like, if not for coronavirus, I think that we would be having the discussion on whether or not the Redskins are taking Tua. Like, I think he's that good. It's just teams are getting worried because they can't, like, get really close to him and see how he's performing with that. But that's just my opinions on him. Oh, I, one thing about the Redskins thing. Wow. I 100% think Chase Young is the pick. I wouldn't do it if it were me. I live here in D.C. Uh, you, how many defense, how many defensive linemen do you really need? Right now they have five. They have a five-man rotation right now, three ends. I get it. Chase Young is the best player. Move back a couple picks because tell me, who, tell me, name one corner that plays for the Redskins that plays outside. Anybody. I don't think it matters. Tell, name one. It's Chase no, Young. It, it, I, I know like matters, they don't have the corners. Point, no. If you if you could trade back spots and pick up a second round pick and then draft Akuda, why why wouldn't you consider it? No, because when you're building a, especially if it's the Dolphins, when you're building a franchise, you're not gonna be able to win if you build off of your secondary. Um, we saw it with the Ravens this last season; they had a phenomenal secondary, carried them to a couple of wins. But when it gets to the playoffs and teams run the ball, you need the defensive line and the pass rush. The only way Tom Brady has been knocked out of the playoffs when he was in his prime was because whether it be the Ravens, whether it be the um, Broncos, it's because they had a pass rush. The pass rush is what gets you to the Super Bowl and it what allows you to win the Super Bowl. Chandler Jones won that Super Bowl for the Chiefs. It wasn't the secondary. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, he played good. But like building up the front seven is way more important to building up a defense than cornerbacks and safeties. And also, I think Chase Young is by far the best defensive prospect in the 21st century. Um, he's the best Ohio State pass rusher ever, and considering the last two Ohio State pass rushers have been like the most dominant rookie <laughs> like pass rushers in the last 10 years, like that's saying a lot. Um, and I just think that you have to go with the guy that is going to change your defense completely because he's that good. I, I get what you're saying, but last uh... – is Ryan Kerrigan still pretty good? Last time I checked, yes, he, he got hurt this past year. He had 13 sacks the year before. So they're they're getting pass rushed back regardless. And so and I get it. Chase Young is going to be the pick. But you if you could move back, because you have no corners. You have a slot guy. That's it. You just have a slot guy. And you have Landon Collins at safety. If if you feel comfortable with that, sure, knock yourself out. Or you could go get you could go get him, have a bunch of pass rushers. And your corners could look like the Eagles' corners. So, either way, you're going to suck. The the one thing I'd have to say is, um, keep in mind, like they're not going to be good next year. You know. Um, also, I we actually had this as our worst take for our Tuesday episode. But think about a team like the 49ers last year. They added Bosa, and they became great. Uh, like just an amazing defensive line. That's how the Redskins could end up being with this. But obviously next year, like they'll, they'll still have the corner problems. But I think if you have a guy like that, any good pass rusher, you can never pass him up. And it's funny, though, because we had this as our worst take for our episode. Um, Mason brought that up, too. Yeah, yeah. we debated I'll that play. earlier today. And I completely I completely get all of it. But one of the things you could do is because let's say the Redskins are – I am not I am not saying pick, a Cuda at, pick Jeff Akuda at two. I'm talking like if the Dolphins wanted to move up to make sure that they get whatever quarterback they want. 
they're going to have to give you at least two first, right? They're, you're they're literally saying my five. scenario. That's awesome. You're, you're going to pick at you're going to pick at five, and then you're going to probably pick again at eighteen. So, what else? If you have if you have a quarterback that people are not sure about here in DC, and he's but he still won't be your quarterback, you still need something else if Trent Williams isn't there. So why not get a Cuda, come back, get the best tackle available? You still have your second round picks. I'm just saying, I don't think that Chase Young is as much of a lock as people think. But he will get picked because Dan Snyder likes picking hometown people and Chase Young is from the area. One thing I just want to add, and then we'll kind of wrap this episode up, is that Ron Rivera is going to be the coach next year. And the defense that he got to the Super Bowl with was built on the front seven. And then their, obviously their offense had Cam. But like... That defense was built on Kawan Short, Luke Keekley, um, Thomas Davis. Um, oh gosh, sorry, it's been like five years, so it's tough to remember that, that defense. But like, it's built on the front seven. That's how they built it. And Josh right. Norman, it was, but it was built on the front seven, but it was not built on the ends. It was built straight up the middle. That's fair. It was okay. It what? was tackles, linebackers, and one corner. But I just think that personally, like, I mean, I'm a huge believer in Chase Young. It all just comes down to what you think. I think he's going to be the next Aaron Donald, like, dominant force, like, pretty much every year. Like, for the next 10 years, we're going to be saying, who's going to win defense player of the year? And Chase Young's going to be the guy people bring up, um, like Aaron Donald is now. But um, it all just comes down to what you think Chase Young's going to be. Because, um, like, if you don't think he's going to be as good as some people think he's going to be, like, obviously then that scenario works. Um, I'm just an extreme believer in Chase Young. And I actually think the Redskins are going to be good next year. Um, they're not going to be, like, amazing, but I think they're going to be a lot better than people think. But I'm also – I've been saying that for months. I'm a huge believer in their organization, which is really sad because their organization sucks. But I'm a, I'm a believer in their future. Um, does anybody have any, like, final comments that we want to say? Yeah, one last thing. What if the Redskins trade back with Miami and take Isaiah Simmons and Riverboat uses them like Keekly? And then you get that late pick and you take a cornerback. Now you got Fuller and your other cornerback, someone like Diggs or something. I don't know. I'm just kind of playing it through my mind. Yeah, I think that's, a that's like, a fair point. The problem is that um, it's just, like <sighs> – I mean, I like that. The problem is it's too no, risky hoping yep, for, like, Simmons to be available because the Giants might take Simmons. So it's, yeah. like, it's just tough to risk that. Whereas, yeah. like, like if they traded maybe with the Giants where you know you'd get that, but the Giants aren't going to trade up to two. So it's, no. like, I don't know for me. But uh, anybody else have any final statements? Uh, well, I think that... that the draft is actually going to play out a little bit crazy, kind of like this did. Not exactly what we picked, but I think there's going to be a, some big surprises just from the way that they, like you said, teams can't physically be, like, feel, look at people. Um, sure. They have to watch videos. And just from when, um, who came on? Somebody came on and said that it, they were like, oh, Zerline was like, hey, uh, you guys have mock drafts so wrong this year compared to any other year. So... I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. So um, to wrap it up, uh, why don't um, you two, uh, Rashad and Cassidy, kind of plug what you are all going to be doing for the draft 
and then also um, just kind of your podcasts and your Twitter accounts so then people know where to find you. Okay, so we will be live streaming starting, but draft starts at what, 8 Eastern time since I'm on the East Coast. So we'll be uh, live streaming starting at about 7.30, live streaming the whole first round. Day two, I don't know, that's up in the air. Um, but make sure you check out the Birds and Boys podcast, and you can find that Saturdays live on the pod being at that's under the sideline take. So the sideline take podcast. Then we got the sideline take podcast, which is every Monday. It's Monday and Wednesdays, but right now, due to Corona, just Mondays, 4 p.m. Eastern live on the pod being at. And every other Friday, we will have a debate show, which is hosted by Cassidy here. And that will be up and running every single, well, every other Friday morning. And besides that, Twitter, Facebook, at the sideline take. And that's pretty much it. Cassidy, do you have anything to add? No, man. Just uh, besides, yeah, you can also follow me. I have my own Twitter. It's uh, at football raw, just two words together, football raw. It's uh, Cassidy Ace, the uh, AKA the Honest Cowboy. So, again, thank you guys for having us on. This is fun. I love mock drafts, so I appreciate it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you for coming on. Um, quick plug, I was actually on the debate show. So if you want to listen to me on their show, um, go check that out um, over there. But um, And you did what, the greatest NFL draft or biggest NFL draft bust? Biggest yeah. draft bust of all time, of Marcus all time, Mariota. Yeah. Um, listen to one, hear the arguments. Episode one of the sideline debate. Yes. Uh, but for us on the Worst Take Network, we're also going to be live streaming. So if you want, flip back and forth. Um, listen to both of our takes because obviously we're all going to be talking about different things. But um, it's going to be a long draft. Uh, we have a website, theworsttakenetwork.com. Go check out our articles. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, review us, rate us, do all that fun stuff. Um, we're going to have the YouTube channel up and running real soon. So follow us on Twitter at the Worst Take Net to get all the information. And if you want to see um, kind of images and different clues on what we're going to be talking about in articles, follow the Instagram page at The Worst Take Network. Thank you all for listening. We'll see all of you again on Thursday for the draft. But if you just listen to the podcast, we'll see you on Tuesday. Thank you. Hey.